0: You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adocassi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the Matbook, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new business learn discipline we will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth thank you and enjoy the show welcome to wealth podcast today i'm here with uh I, i i she has a podcast called elevate her you know, and she's on the, always on the up and up. Every time I meet her, she always has something inspiring to say, you know, some motivational words, or she's encouraging people, or she's getting them on board of what she's doing. Right? And a special guest today for the Wealth Top Podcast. It's so wonderful having women here as well. Edwina McKinnon. Welcome on board.
1: Hey, hey Richie.
0: All right, all right. So yeah, Edwina, you know, I don't know if you know about the Well Top Podcast, but uh, the foundations on the principles of the MapBook, right? And these are 11 aspects that we focus on in life, right? And all different aspects, uh, you know, people touch on. And, you know, I reached out to you because you, I see you touching on many of the different aspects. And I want you to go deeper into, you know, um, everything you know about insurance, goal setting, motivating, right? But first we want to know who Edwina is, you know? So if we could go all the way back, you know, where, where were you born? You know, where are you from? Tell, tell me about life growing up.
1: Life growing up. Wow. So first off, thanks for having me, Richie. I um, I think we go way back. Yeah, so yeah. our connection is like years and years. So um, you know that me sitting here, it took a process to get here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, I was uh, born and raised in Mississauga, okay. um, moved to Brampton, actually, at a young age with, um, with How my, young? What age were you? I'd probably say about, oh my gosh, Think about six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Um, for those that are like familiar with Brampton, uh, I go back to Cherry Tree. Okay. Uh, yeah, school, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of like where. The same black yeah. yeah. Like. So we yeah. moved um, into that area, mm-hmm. that area, nice. and went to Cherry Tree. Mm. Transferred over to Fletchers Creek, and um, for those that again are familiar with Brampton, you know Fletchers Creek. Mm. All the people that came from that school. Um, mm. Hi. <laughs> but, yeah, so started off, like, my life as a young child in mm-hmm. Brampton. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as you can see, I'm still in Brampton, have my roots here. Yeah. I moved along the way, but came back to Brampton. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, just...
0: So, growing up, what was life like? I know I know your sisters, you know, yes, and your brother. Yes. I know the family, yeah, lovely yeah. family. So, you know, talk about, you know, the childhood coming up. Like, what was that like?
1: Um, It was different. It was different. So, we... Um, We lost our our grandma at a young age. Um, And that kind of caused a domino effect in our family. So Mm -hmm. the monarch of my family, one of is my mom. So Mm -hmm. um, we spent a lot of our time um, in Brampton, like I mentioned, and just kind of watching my mom, right. Mm -hmm. So she was um, pretty much one of the leaders in our family. Mm -hmm. And we were very close with my mom as well. Mm -hmm. So um, just being in Brampton, being around my mom, we were able to kind of, um, and that domino effect that happened in our family mm-hmm. um, allowed us to actually have more people around us, mm-hmm. more of my family around came us. came together, right? Yeah, yeah it they're... allowed us to come together and my mom stepped up on her side of the family mm-hmm. and then um, adopted um, her siblings, okay, so my nice. aunt and my uncle. Oh, so wow. Our family, our immediate family went from just a small knit, about three or four of us, then. Mm balloon to about eight of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. So at one point, we were, we were looking at about eight of us living in a two bedroom uh, apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad was definitely in our life and involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but he spent most of his time in Jamaica. Okay. So a lot of the heavy lifting of grooming and growing children came from my mom. Okay. So and um, we didn't come from Um, a perfect background. It was a lot of hard work. Mm. And, you know, when I reflect back, you know, it's about the process. And Mm. I I appreciate where I came from. Because if you talk about struggle, that was real, right? So um, I remember, you know, being young, about eight years old. Mm. And I remember there was a particular thing that I wanted to buy. And I wanted my mom and my dad to buy this item for me. Mm -hmm. And I remember I kept begging them and asking them to buy it. And um, they couldn't afford it. Mm. And at that moment, I had a tipping point in my Mm. life where I realized the power and value of money and how Mm. important it was to have it. Mm -hmm. Because it provided you with options. Mm -hmm. So I remember at eight or nine years old, I remember trying to figure out, how am I going to get money? Okay. This is where my journey had started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at like entrepreneurship, right? So yeah. I have an entrepreneurship spirit just because of my background. Yeah. And my father and mm-hmm. just on his side, there's a lot of entrepreneurs. So mm. naturally, I try to figure out what can I do to make my own income yeah. at a very young age. And I remember I started this small little company called Razzadazzle, And um, I ate, you said? It was about eight or nine years Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about
0: it. Talk about it. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so like...
0: Razzle-dazzle, you said it's called?
1: Razzle-dazzle. So back then, um, young girls like myself, we loved to make bracelets. Mm-hmm. So I remember kind of, like when I look back, pitching the idea to my mom, and she thought I was joking. Mm-hmm. But I just remember one day, I actually went to school, start pitching the idea to different different young girls my classmates and, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah telling them actually to come back to my con- my apartment. Yeah. Um, and at that time I was just thinking in advance I booked the party room. Okay. Wanted people to come to the party room so they can build these bracelets. Oh wow. And, um, again my mom thought I was joking about the whole thing uh-huh. until people started showing up at the building and okay. into the party room so Please. my mom she was like she just was like shocked uh-huh. and i was charging people about two two dollars and fifty cents okay back then that was a lot of money uh-huh. especially for a nine-year-old and i remember going upstairs with my money and i was counting my money at the table mm-hmm. and my sister came by which is rachel and mm-hmm. she's like I think that was her tipping point scene. Mm, wow yeah Big sis getting yeah. money like mm, let's mm. get on this yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, started a little bit of a wave in the family oh nice you nice you know that we didn't have to wait till we were 16 because that's what we were kept told like you got to wait till you're 16 yeah, yeah. to start to start make money, yeah exactly yeah exactly, so yep, yep. from that moment a seed was planted mm-hmm. within because sorry,
0: because 16 is like when you get a job and start exactly to get paid, but you knew that yeah earlier, so yep, you can't yep, yep. really exactly I, You realize that you could earn money without having a job. Exactly. And I
1: even tried to apply to jobs.
0: Okay. Oh, when you're eight?
1: When I was nine. Oh, yeah. okay. I really did, and back then it was different, so now it's a lot of digitalization, yeah. so you send your resume via yeah, email. Yeah, yeah. Back then, uh-huh. it was just, you walk into a store, yeah, exactly. you sell yourself yeah, yeah, on the yeah, spot, yeah, 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 yeah. and I remember I did that to Zeller's. Mm. I don't know if everybody remembers Zeller's, but... Of course, but Zeller's, yeah, the plaza. Yeah, area. so yeah, yeah. they declined me, and... Because okay. um, you you're
0: too young, probably. Too young, yeah. Yeah,
1: it was yeah. too young, but mm. I remember they said, come back when...
0: Mm. You know, so
1: that desire
0: yeah. to
1: wanting more for myself mm-hmm. started at a very young age, yeah, and yeah. I didn't take no for an answer. Oh, so cool, yeah. I kept pressing. But I'm a rare breed. I think the people around me is a, a rare breed. Like mm-hmm. when you look at my sisters as an example, mm-hmm. we're just rare, Yeah. Right? yeah because yeah. we realized from young that yeah. you know we have a burning desire to be it, successful. It, yes. So, yes.
0: That's amazing because, you know, when you're, when you're young and you're thinking this stuff at that age, you already had a business going. Did you know about business? Like I did not, okay.
1: I actually knew about it just indirectly cause my father. So he, um, my, my dad is like, he's probably the, the biggest hustler I've seen ever. Okay. Like if you talk about, he can sell water to a dolphin, okay, you know, okay. like, <laughs> like that's where I get, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, entrepreneurship uh-huh. and that grit from. Okay. So, i seen my dad, you know, do multiple and many businesses. Mm-hmm.
0: Was this while you were young? While I was young. Okay, okay, yeah, so okay, okay. even
1: though we didn't spend a lot of time together when he was in our life, he affected it. Mm-hmm. So when I seen him, I think um, there was one time. So he'd come down to Jamaica, uh, from Jamaica to Canada, and everything okay. that was hot at the time, my dad had the products to sell it. Okay. So I remember at that time there was um, the, uh, Pampers. Okay. And yeah. I think my dad had... A link on it he ended up buying a whole um box of pampers and just selling it out of his car mm-hmm. he was just like the number one hustler nice so nice nice if you ask like where do you get that drive that hustle from i think yeah. i get it from my dad okay oh like yeah. i said you can sell anything to yeah. anyone yeah
0: and, and he wasn't doing the traditional way of working right right because what you see is what you know exactly right and at first you're probably wondering like what how what's going on so you probably see him exchanging money and once he's like what's yeah, going on what's like yeah you know and yeah. then you say okay i gotta do that because yeah. he's getting it right away you know right? yeah. so, yeah, so yeah. yeah
1: yeah he was he was like very intentional with being an entrepreneur i've never nice. seen my dad work for somebody else and when mm-hmm. he did he mm. it wasn't for a long time okay so, like, it's just you know i i feel when you're young um that indirect grooming happens mm. right and people may not realize it but your environment affects you yeah right? of so course a lot of the decisions i made yeah. was based off of what i saw nice. so but uh, you I'll know say
0: after, so razzle dazzle that was going on you know I, I guess you probably saw so you had classes was it like they were to make it and and they pay or was it like you were selling them bracelets like how do yeah you...
1: no they would come make the bracelets nice and then while they were there this is actually where I started my motivational talking. Mm. And I remember I would just stand up in front of them and just talk about, you can do it. Mm. Like, and we're young, but look past that. Mm. And sometimes I didn't even know what I was saying to them, but at least if I left them with something. So I was really big on making people feel feel good about themselves. Mm. And I know because with myself, I was just confused right mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. i'm seeing one thing i'm feeling a desire to be successful yeah. but i'm not seeing it around me. Yeah, yeah and yeah. i'm not seeing that drive mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um at one point i just said how could i pay it forward to somebody else like whatever mm-hmm. i'm feeling how could i shine light into somebody else's life so we did the bracelets it wasn't for a long time to be honest mm-hmm. because um you know at one point the the lady at the front of the building wanted to charge me a hundred dollars i guess she saw She sees your income buddy. Money, so sad in, so she, she her like, cut yeah yeah we're gonna have yeah. to. i think it was 50 or 100 dollars, but uh-huh. it was getting expensive so i mm. ended up just kind of refocusing but even when i reflect back i yeah. feel like you know even then it it would have been good to have like a coach like mm. or a mentor or somebody just seeing that desire within it yeah. and being able to cultivate it because it's really hard when you don't have that guidance. Exactly, exactly. And you don't know what to do with the desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And,
0: so. and go to, what's the next step? When that once that block came to you, it's kind of like, okay, what do I do now, right? But if you had like a mentor, they could say, okay, you know, you can right. do this. Different ways of, of doing things. Okay, so did you have any other businesses after that? Like, because I, I know you and you always have something <laughs> new. So, what was after Razzle Dazzle? Oh
1: wow! After Razzle Dazzle, I think. I think the most creative one I came up with was I was actually just talking to a friend about this the other day was uh, we were really big into Sega and I don't know if you guys remember Nintendo and all those different systems so I remember we were like addicted to it Mm -hmm. and there was one point where my dad wanted us to go to Jamaica Mm -hmm. and um, instead of us going down there just to go down there and do nothing Mm -hmm. I came up with this idea of like why don't we bring the systems down Mm -hmm. to Jamaica and charge all of the the young guys yeah. to play in nice. our system. Mm-hmm. So we ended up setting it up in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. It was a hit. Of
0: course. My dad's
1: place was hot and poppy. Okay, People were coming through just to play on the the yeah. They didn't have they it. They didn't yeah, have yeah, it yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that technology coming in there, and when people heard about it, mm-hmm. um, they were coming. So we made a little bit of money, took the money, and um, ended up buying Ginnip. So Ginnip is a fruit in Jamaica, uh. which I was... Highly addicted to when I was younger, so I ended up saving my money just to buy gin up on the road. Okay, nice, um, nice. When I was in Jamaica, but yeah, so every time I, when I even when I was younger, I tried to look at the, an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So um, I did things different, and I moved different intentionally. So even at that time, a lot of my peers were into like you know going from age fifteen to sixteen what type of it, like trying to find employment mm-hmm. and a lot of people were working going to mcdonald's mm, yeah and i remember like everybody that i went that to was school with yeah. that was, like, <laughs> everybody was working at yeah. mcdonald's yeah. but i remember um so i said you know what okay let me follow the crowd for a little bit mm-hmm. when i got a job at mcdonald's and mm-hmm. this is real story mm-hmm. ended up working there like it, it was a new mcdonald's being built in brampton when the I
0: Lassin in here Ontario that one. Um, I don't one? remember. That t- was right here oh, by the Longos? Austin, Yes. Right a lot, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 that okay. that
1: was it. And okay. I remember we were doing orientation, and they said to me distinctively because mm. back then mm. I was really big on your word. So mm. they looked at me and they said, "We're gonna hire you for cashier." And I'm like, oh, "Awesome!" Okay, so yeah. cashier. Yeah. Because like you didn't want to go at the back and work yeah. the or anything. <laughs> right, so I was like, cashier's a step up." Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I thought like hopefully I can get be a crew leader and a manager. So. Anywho, I worked there for about three hours, and uh, oh, for real? Yeah, went to orientation, started my first shift, uh-huh. walked in, and I was at cashier ready to go. Uh-huh. And I remember a lady came to me and said, "Oh, um, something needs to be cleaned up in the lobby." Mm-hmm. So I said, mm-hmm. "I was hired to be a cashier." Yeah. And we ended up having a little bit of back and forth uh, called my dad. I said, this is not for me.
0: okay. He
1: picked me up within three hours. Uh-huh. And, um, I remember too talking with some of my friends they were like McDonald's. So why, why would you quit that? I'm like, it's not for me. Uh-huh. So ended up taking some time just to do some soul searching. Like, cause I know McDonald's was, I knew I was like, I had this burning desire to be successful mm-hmm. from young. So I was like, what mm-hmm. do I have to do? Mm-hmm. So I ended up, um, fixing up my resume. Taking a chance and going back to Zellers, okay. and then ended up applying back at Zellers, and ended up working there for about six months, okay. and then pivoted to uh, Bell World. So okay. worked there for about a few years.
0: Okay, so that's that's amazing because right there you just dropped the gem too because, you know, you just talked about how at first Zellers rejected you right? Mm-hmm. But you still went back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times when people are, are, are pursuing something, they may go in the first time, they just don't go back. But you went back. Yeah. And then boom, look, you got in.
1: Then I got in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I ended up landing the job at Zellers, um, but still I had a burning desire to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much at Zellers, that's when I started to, to learn about the importance of work ethic. Mm-hmm. So showing up on time. Mm-hmm. Um, Giving your your all with everything you do. So if it's just you being a cashier, I wanted to be the best cashier. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> from young, I started to really develop that work ethic, and okay. it kind of followed me throughout my journey of life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I didn't just settle with sellers. I'm like, I want more. Yeah. So I ended up going to Bell world. So at the age of 17, Mm -hmm. again, while most of my peers were still working at McDonald's, I was still progressing. Mm -hmm. And that was my thing is that I I always wanted to, I was, Mm -hmm. I hate, I hated to be stagnant. Yeah. So worked at Bell world and, um, ended up being top producer there um top performer there um and it was a great experience from there so, okay yeah. okay
0: so with bell road what, what were you doing there while you're working there was it sales? selling
1: yeah i was gonna so, get to
0: that i was gonna get that because yeah, i know so you're, I you're on sales, big on sales big on so sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so talk so about that like was that sales. i know you did entrepreneurship and that's sales
1: mm-hmm. right
0: so then now you're in the corporate. so i guess you're getting paid but you're still doing sales. Yeah. So what is it about sales go deeper into sales, like, and even what you learned from there in sales. Cause that's a, that's a key point, right? Cause right now a lot of people, even, um, when it comes to money, they think about investing, they think about, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities, but we know sales mm-hmm. is the number one industry. Like that's the number one thing you need to know. So you worked at bell road with sales, yeah. right? What, what was it about sales that you liked that made you stay there? And then how did you grow there? Yeah.
1: So a lot of people are afraid about sales mm-hmm. and, um, for me, I love sales because somebody said to me, I remember, you can make any amount of money you want. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, that's where I need to. Mm, this. For sales, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, sales yeah, are not yeah. put in a box. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I, at those times, I was going to different places and I never liked to be capped with my income. Mm-hmm. And at those times, I never even knew about this uh, the whole sales world mm-hmm. until I came into Bell at mm-hmm. the age of 17. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting my first commission check. Okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> my first commission check was $4,000. Wow. At the age of 17. Wow. Worked at Bell. I was making more money than anybody around me. Mm-hmm. And that's not me talking boastful. This yeah. is me showing you what yeah. I did, right? Mm. So I um, remember getting my first check. And mm. I was like, all I got to do is sell. Mm. So I ended up reinvesting in myself immediately. took mm. my first paycheck. And put myself through sales training. Oh, nice. And back then, as you can imagine, nobody was even thinking about yeah. sales. Yeah, Everybody yeah. was doing something else. Yeah, yeah. But I was really focused on it. And again, it goes back to what I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw my dad as an example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sales fan. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And if you talk about the gift of gab, that's where I got it from, with, with, was from my dad. They yeah. He just watching. He can sell anything to anybody, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he was a great speaker. So, kind of pulled a lot of traits from him, but mm-hmm. I refined it as I went along. Yeah. So, I wanted to be the best that I was. So mm-hmm. put myself through like weekends, I was doing webinars. Okay. I was I was listening to Les Brown when Les Brown wasn't cool. Uh-huh. Okay, so this was way back when yeah. um, I used to, you know, order audio tapes mm-hmm. on, or sorry, cassettes. Yeah. Cause yeah. back then it didn't have yeah. all this digitalization mm-hmm. that we have mm-hmm. now. So I used to order cassettes mm-hmm. and I used to try to, if I can just hear mm-hmm. a word mm-hmm. of encouragement mm-hmm. that I'm on the right path, yeah. then that's what I, I put my money into. So yeah. always reinvesting in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you look at where I am now to back then, yeah. It's about the reinvestment. Mm-hmm. So made my first commission check, yeah. took a step back, I was like, Okay, this is this is this gonna is be it. yeah. yeah. It. <laughs> so um I've been successful because sales and sales is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So when we look at sales, a lot of people, they forget about it, especially in business. They Mm -hmm. think it's about the structure the process and all this good stuff about having a great product. You can have the most... The shiniest product, but if you don't know how to sell that product, mm-hmm. the product is just going to be a product. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing is to tap into understanding that sales is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means as soon as you wake up, yeah. you, you're selling. yeah, yeah. something we people, people don't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Some people have kids. You may have a wife. You may have a spouse. Yeah. You got to sell what yeah. do you want for breakfast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah. making eggs today. Yeah. 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 Your yeah. wife yeah. or whoever may not want yeah. eggs, uh-huh. but you got to sell that. You yeah. got to sell uh-huh. the uh-huh. eggs. So you got to assume,
0: so assume the
1: sale. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um lock it in yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. that's kind of my mentality nice every time i do anything it's about sales so mm-hmm. even when i speak with somebody it's like yeah. how do i close them in on my idea and yeah always have like that objective mm-hmm. going into nice. you know, anything you do so nice um but yeah
0: so from then from then on it was it only sales from then or did you or did you also go back to um like the regular job like from bell from when you see that check that's what it was like uh, after after that you were just strictly stuck on sales? Is I'm that am what... sales. Okay. I've been doing
1: sales for over twenty years. Nice. So I am a subject matter expert. I have um, a success record behind me. Mm-hmm. I've won awards for just mm-hmm. the amount of money that I've built for other companies. So nice. um this this was my passion. Like I don't really like saying, Okay, this is what I love to do, but mm-hmm. this is what I've like I'm here to do. Yes. Right. So even right now, um, I don't want to skip forward too much, but I manage a sales team, right? Mm -hmm. Because um so I I like to take people from where they are and Mm -hmm. then see the vision with them and Mm -hmm. then try to get them there. Mm -hmm. But that's always been my focus is how do I level up somebody else. Exactly, exactly. Because look, even with Razzle
0: Dazzle, you got the girls together, you're motivating them from from that age. So of course that never left you, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and then plus like, you know, my family as well, like how we were raised, my Mm -hmm. mom, you know, when I look, when I look back, I have to give thanks to my mom, how mm-hmm. she raised us. Mm-hmm. So she raised us, um, you know, in church mm-hmm. and putting God first. Yes. and You know, having something to believe in. Mm-hmm. So I give kudos to my mom. Oh, yeah, it for was sure. like
0: five, you know, Mom's yeah, five girls yeah. Yeah.
1: in one household yeah, at one time.
0: Mm. And
1: all and she got, got you guys
0: together, yeah. kind of like what you're doing right now, getting people together and inspiring yeah. them. So yeah. she did that for you she guys. She did that
1: for us too. Nice. So
0: and, you know, the, and, the, and the principles of, yeah. of connecting with God, and that's, yeah. that's the foundation. The foundation. Yeah.
1: So, you know, my then my public speaking started to take off within church. Mm.
0: Um, okay. Yeah,
1: so I started to, so even though I love sales, I was also really passionate about speaking. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I look back, you know, church was a big for me to be able to speak at church yeah. right, and that's where a lot of like my my speaking abilities come from and wanting to motivate having the desire to level up somebody right so yeah um but yeah the 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 drive with me never stopped so even though I had I was working like a nine to five I would always have a side hustle mm-hmm. underneath that yeah. trying to be able to um, satisfy all my desires in life mm-hmm. and not have to just be stuck in your nine to five. Yeah. But yeah, after Bell World, it was um, just working for startups. Mm. When I look back, it worked for a lot of startups and helped them scale. Okay. And then I had a tipping point in my career where one day um, I walked into my job of six years Mm. and was laid off. They closed the company. Oh, for real? Yeah, closed the company. This was a startup I was working for in Canada. Okay. And they were going bankrupt Mm -hmm. laid off the whole team i think there was about like over 200 of us oh wow and i remember at that time just having a moment of like what the hell yeah like what just happened yeah i was doing so good Uh i was in the role of a retention manager Mm -hmm. and um loved telecommunications. so bell rolled Mm -hmm. rogers Mm kind of stuck within that Mm -hmm. and then how old were you at this time i was about 20 Oh
0: my gosh, I'm bad with age and time. Uh, just an estimate, you know, in your 20s. In my 20s, okay, early okay. 20s okay, for okay, sure. Okay, 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 Yeah, nice. early 20s. Uh-huh.
1: Um, but yeah, so this was back in early 2000s. Like oh, wow. When... Um, digitalization internet was just, just like, getting, we were yeah. just doing
0: like dial up as an example. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's so when they just started having Napster things. and all those yeah, things before the streaming things. started, they were trying to stop the mm-hmm. streaming, you know, but no, if that's okay. Yeah. And, and at that time they, 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 laid everybody off, you know, and that's yeah. when you're, I guess, getting into the real world, you know, like after school and you know, like you graduated and now you're looking for like a position you were in there yeah. for six years. So you're thinking, okay, at that time, like I'm settled here. But at that time, you're saying it's devastating, right?
1: Well, I'll take it a step back, too. So even with college, right? Um, Went to college. um, But I'm actually a college dropout. And I'm proud to say Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. So um, at that moment, I I actually... I didn't want to do what everybody was doing. Mm. And I don't think... And to tell somebody at the age of 17, because at that time, they had changed the high school. um, Yeah. I think there was... A grade or an additional year taken off, so yeah we were exactly pretty much out of before high school before they had sense. OAC and then, then they had the grade yeah. twelve. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, felt yeah. like, why do I need to have my life all together at that time? Mm. Why do I need to know um, exactly? Gonna, yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah. I felt like I needed to pause, and I yeah. felt like at that time people were telling me what to do. To do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I started yeah. to just meet with different people, and, and networking I was mm-hmm. really big on. And I remember I spoke with a professor. So mm-hmm. before I actually decided to drop out of college mm-hmm. and go chase. Experience. Yeah. Um, met with my professor, told them the desire. I wanted to make money. Okay.
0: Um, so hold on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, when you went to college, what program did you take? Like,
1: um, I was taking the court and tribunal program. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. I shifted it over to business management, uh, marketing. Okay. Um, did someone made, tell you
0: to do that, that thing, or that's something that you did free will. Somebody told me. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's like, you want to grab a hold of your life. You mm-hmm. don't want to live on autopilot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I think just listening to my conversation, I've always had this burning desire tug on, yeah. on me to, to do something big. I just mm-hmm. didn't know what. Mm-hmm. And I met with my professor and I told, I kind of hashed it out. I was like telling him what I was feeling. And yeah. he said, why don't you take some time off to go into the to the work field? Yeah. See what you like to do. Yeah. Um, and I started to research and just connect with different people. And I'm like, that's actually why I should do that. Yeah. So I ended up going into the work field. And mm-hmm. what I actually learned... I didn't actually have to pay for anything. I didn't have to pay for school. Mm. I didn't have to pay for webinars, all Mm. these stuff that I was paying out of pocket. Mm. I actually landed my first job and got my company to pay for my program. Oh, wow. Yeah, so everything that I had paused, I was able to find a a company that was able to, because most of these companies have personal development funds that you can tap into. And so
0: you use those funds, and they they willingly did it because that's what they want, right? Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So I started to learn from young that Mm. these companies, you have to leverage them.
0: Yeah. And you don't
1: have to actually go A, B, C, but Mm. you can go A, C and Mm. life is just, it's a journey. Yeah. And it's not always going straight. Sometimes Mm. you have to go straight. Sometimes you have to take two steps back to move forward, right? So that's kind of how my mentality was and I was an advocate for reading. So read a book um rich dad poor dad yeah um which i'm really big i talk about this book a lot because that was a huge tipping point Mm -hmm. in my life and it kind of confirmed everything that i was thinking when (laughs) i was young (laughs) so when i pushed experience Mm -hmm. and when i pushed being around people and seeing how they operated Mm -hmm. um that was where my tipping point came from Mm -hmm. because now that i reflect back I have more experience, and I am twenty years deep. Mm-hmm. And some people are just getting in, ten yeah. years, um, less than five years. Yeah. But I've been actually working mm-hmm. for since I was nine. Yeah. And so um, just being able to have the work experience right now, mm-hmm. um, you can see the industry. Lots of industries are changing now, yeah. where they're looking at experience. Yeah. Um, over what you have on the yeah, paper. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so the world is changing, mm-hmm. and I knew the world was going to change mm-hmm. from when I was young. Yeah. I just kept, I kept up with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's been...
0: That's yeah. deep, because yeah. you, you were talking about reading, you know, and, and with the map, that's one of the main things, your mental, right? Because you were talking when you are younger, you know, you had the thing, but you didn't know the next step right. to go, right? And then... You know now you're saying you, you read this book Rich Dad Poor Dad you know so I want you to talk about the importance of reading the importance of books mm-hmm. and knowledge cuz that's expansion of mind right, right. these are uh, people who've experienced things that you don't have to really meet them but you meet them in the book yeah. right so i'm sure you like you said that you gravitate towards that so how did that help you like in terms of the stuff that you're doing
1: yeah well they say that the more you read the more you earn right Mm. and that's actually facts Mm -hmm. but you have to read and then put it into action right Mm -hmm. so with me i was i always read Mm -hmm. um reading is still a thing of mine up till this point so i feel like if you're not reading you're not learning and Mm -hmm. you're not lifting your vibrations and, and that knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. So you'll never experience an illumination because mm-hmm. you've never picked up a book, mm-hmm. right? So even when we look at just being black, yeah, there was a time where we couldn't even pick up books to read. Mm, yeah, yeah,
0: So yeah, yeah. the fact
1: that we have access to all this knowledge around us, yeah. Google.com, you yeah. want to know about anything, go yeah. on Google.com, yeah, exactly, exactly. right? So we have uh, a wealth of knowledge at our fingertips mm-hmm. and we don't know how the world is going to change. We yeah. don't know if this will always be a, Available Mm. this knowledge, this access to knowledge. Yeah. We don't know if it's always gonna be available. So I say to people, take advantage now. Yeah. Right? So pick up a book, read it, um, because you'll level up and then not just read it. I love to read um books, put it down, read it again, Mm -hmm. take notes. Mm -hmm. And then but you gotta read enough to put it into action. And I think when I look back, that's that was the key. I was missing the understanding part. How do I put this into action Mm. now? And then as I gradually got older. I kept reading more and more and then I started doing different things Mm -hmm. and I started moving differently. I started talking differently Mm -hmm. because your vocabulary goes up, Mm -hmm. you know, the way you could connect with people, just your voice tone, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, started to take time to really learn about different things. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the process that I went through. Oh, nice. So what are
0: you are listening to the wealth Talk podcast hosted by Richard Adocassi from create wealth network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the MapBook, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline we will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth thank you and enjoy the show what are some of your key books that you know that like you said rich dad poor dad rich dad poor what dad,
1: dad what um i'd probably say atomic habits mm-hmm. i'm really bad with the arthur but atomic habits if you can okay. get if you mm-hmm. can get your hand on atomic habits mm-hmm. It's pretty much when you... Because we, we come up to these new years all the time and with these new resolu- new year resolutions. Yeah. Um, but we're always surprised, like 30 days in, yeah. why we haven't caught on to this new habit. Yeah. And it's just the habits, kind of like you forget about it. Mm-hmm. But Atomic Habits allows you to put things in your face mm-hmm. and kind of shifts things on how you see these habits, mm-hmm. right? So you create some sort of like um, a process yeah. that you, know, you do day in and day out. But mm-hmm. Atomic Habits is one... Um, I'm really big, in, big into personal development books, so anything that can level you up. Mm-hmm. Um, I can always share a list with your listeners after. Yeah, of course,
0: of course. Yeah, no, I just wanted to get some head. key, you yeah. know, key books, but yeah. Atomic Habits, you know, that's a gem, right? Someone could be listening to this or watching and pick that book up and, and change mm-hmm. your life, you know? And that's that's mainly what we want to do here on the Well Taught Podcast because, like you said, the information is there. And if mm-hmm. we don't retain this information, you know, it's kind of like, It's, it's, it's there to give you a boost, right? And that's what you're doing. All that knowledge, everything that you retain, you know, right now you're able to share to our guests. So thank you again for, you know, for sharing that. But yeah, books are are so important. Books are important. So even
1: from young too. So if you have young children around you, Mm -hmm. start, um, promoting that. Mm -hmm. Because children see. So we go back to my story. Yeah. Remember anything that we see around our environment that plays on us. Subconsciously, indirectly, directly. Mm-hmm. So if you have children around you, pick up a book and read it. Mm-hmm. You can't tell your kid, go read a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not reading a yeah, book. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah, going to yeah. call you <laughs> soon, right? So they want to see things. So yeah. if you have younger a younger generation around you. Because mm-hmm. when I reflect back to me, you know, it's important to see things. Mm-hmm. So reading, getting any sort of a book. Picking it up, reading it, and showing the younger generation. Mm-hmm. So really grooming them from young.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you talk about young. I know, uh, you know, you, you have Joshua. You know, and he's he's such an amazing being. And I see you bringing them places where you know adults are, right, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. You know, so it's about expansion of mind. And I see you're really big on that. So what really made you? that person that, you know, where you want to expand your mind. I know, of course you had in the situation before for sales, but like, where was it that you like, okay, I I want, I need to know more. Like,
1: Mm -hmm. again, it goes back to my childhood, right? Mm -hmm. Um, tipping point happened when I started to get into the real world of working. Mm -hmm. Um, then I realized, um, and there was not a lot of people that looked like me. So I had to really, whatever anybody else was doing, I had to do 10 times better. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I got um, laid off, ended up soul searching, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. What's my next move? Mm-hmm. And at that time, um set up a LinkedIn page and then I got scouted from um, a guy named Scott Crome who gave me the opportunity to get into insurance. Okay. And I started to research. I said... <laughs> Back then, I was like, how do I become a millionaire? Uh-huh. So I started to research different industries because mm-hmm. I didn't want to play around. I had no time to play. Yeah. Anybody that knew me in my 20s knew uh-huh. that I was focused. Yeah, yeah. Um, still, all
0: right, we'll go all right. Yeah, still <laughs> focus, but go ahead. I was well, like, yeah, intentionally
1: yeah. focused. So I um, started to figure, okay, where am I going to plant my seeds? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ended up, um, top t- few things was, I think um, at that time it came up real estate, mm-hmm. insurance. Mm-hmm and um, financial, the banking sector. Yeah. So I, I wasn't good with money. Mm. I was like, I don't want to talk about like bank and all that stuff. Yeah. And then real estate, I had actually, I really wanted to be a real estate, but mm. at that time um, it just looked like such, it was such a big roadblock, y- yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to start. Uh-huh, so I uh-huh. um, ended up saying, okay, let's try insurance. But mm. I wasn't even thinking, okay, um, let me go try to find an opportunity insurance. I yeah. was still kind of undecisive. Mm. But I ended up posting my LinkedIn page mm-hmm. and a guy named Scott Krohn messaged me. He's mm-hmm. like, um, he's like, can we meet? Mm-hmm. And I remember I met with him. He's like, what's, 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 what do you want to do? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to make money. Oh, yeah. so, and he's laughed. And oh. he was like, well, you found the right, you found oh. the right gig. Okay. So um, started my career off in insurance about um, 13 years ago. Okay. And um, my life's never been the same. Mm-hmm. So uh, planted my seeds. Now my trees blossom and my fruits are growing on my tree. I Mm -hmm. like to use um, analogies as you can see. So, but yeah, he took a chance on me.
0: So he just reached out to you or reached out to me. Okay. Okay. So you didn't make like, post any like in different areas. You just had a page.
1: No, because LinkedIn was different back then. We okay. didn't have as much people as we do now yeah. on LinkedIn. Mm. Um, so it was really easy to find people. Okay. Yeah. And then back so then pretty much was anyone
0: that's on there, you yeah. know, you're like, you, you know, you can, can connect, you can connect okay. really
1: easily. And it wasn't like how it is now. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was probably 40% less what you see now mm. than And, Back then, nobody believed really in LinkedIn. It was mm-hmm. gonna be a thing Yeah. now. Uh-huh. I was really big on LinkedIn though. Okay. That, that's what found me my opportunities. Yes. And still to this day, uh-huh. I'm big on LinkedIn. Okay. That's what finds me my opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, LinkedIn gave me an, a chance. Um, and you got
0: into insurance, he didn't know what it was about. He nothing. probably said, like, you have to, I know I, you have to take courses or something like that, right? Yeah, you
1: have to get licensing. So, okay. to get into insurance, mm-hmm. um, and I love to highlight this because we need more talent in insurance. Nice. Um, so to get into insurance, Mm -hmm. you have to go through licensing. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you actually live in Ontario, Mm. um, there's a license called Rebo. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going through the broker channel, uh, Mm -hmm. if you want to be a broker and then if you worked for a direct company, Mm -hmm. as an example, like, I don't know if everybody's familiar, like Desjardins, you would have to write a license within. Okay. And these, these licenses are hard. These are not easy exams. Uh We're looking at about three, four hour exams. Wow. Um, so, just imagine me let go, mm-hmm. <clears throat> taking this opportunity. Yeah. I thought I was going to be able to jump right in. No. Uh-huh. So he came to my desk. He plopped about eight books on my desk. Uh-huh. He said, You have four days to study this. Holy. I was like, And then what if I don't pass? Yeah. What happens? He's yeah. like, uh, Well, you don't have a job. Uh-huh. Oh, so okay. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, hustle. Yeah, yeah, I ended yeah, up yeah, studying. Yeah. Passed with 96%. Wow, congrats. Um, it was one of the highest in the region. Mm-hmm. I actually got a call the next day saying that I had the highest mark. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized I was really, I, I knew how to study. And I was really good at studying. So I started to, um, again, pay it forward to myself and reinvest in myself. Yeah. And started taking a lot of different courses yeah. throughout the way. So some people will just take their college degree or course and that's it. Yeah. That's the end of learning. Yeah. But for me, it's an ongoing. Of course. Yeah, it yeah. has to be ongoing. So for me, every year, mm-hmm. and my sisters could actually attest to this, I never finish off a year mm-hmm. without investing in myself in a course. Yeah, Or yeah. taking something new. Yeah. So last year, as an example, um, finished off the year by taking three different programs. Nice. So I did one for management, mm-hmm. and I did one for um, um learning and development mm-hmm. um and then just like training adults and then I did one for marketing so oh, wow. I feel like every year that goes by yeah. you have 365 yeah. days it's yeah. actually a short period of time exactly sometimes when you start the year and you're just like okay it feels like you have 12 months it feels like a long time yeah and you don't you have to actually be really intentional with your time yeah so I started to become very intentional saying like every year I'm I'm not starting the new year mm-hmm. without a level up without doing something to level mm-hmm. me up
0: for the next year so that's been your motto yeah level up you know so go deeper into that
1: yeah so level up um, which brings me to another side another side initiative i started uh-huh. was the level up movement so um i was really getting frustrated in life mm-hmm. because I would go to a lot of different like motivational events and you feel all hyped, you're like yeah. excited. Yeah. Even with networking, you get mm-hmm. all excited and you're mm-hmm. amped. Yeah. But then after a few days goes by, that energy that you have, that yeah. high vibration starts yeah. to deflate. Mm, it's just natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after a week, two weeks, you're back at how you felt before the event. Yeah. And then you're probably even worse because you're, you're, you know, you want to do something, but you're stuck. Yeah. So I came up with a level up movement because I wanted to, um, started to pay it forward with everything that I knew. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have that imposter syndrome, like, Oh, wow, am I good enough? Do I know enough? But I remember I bumped into somebody and they said, if you know more than somebody, then, you know, enough, you mm-hmm. have enough information to teach the next. Yeah. <clears throat> so I ended up doing these level up, moved, opened up this level up movement. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to work with people that were stuck, okay, that wanted to do things different, but just mm-hmm. didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people have that burning desire mm-hmm. right to be successful and they do, they don't know what to do mm-hmm. and then they get stuck mm-hmm. and then years go by mm-hmm. and then you're 30 you're 40 and then mm-hmm. you're 65 mm-hmm. and you're still stuck mm-hmm. so i'm trying to work with individuals where you don't have to wake up at the age of 65 look mm-hmm. back and you have all these regrets mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so really wanting to pay it forward with knowledge and at mm-hmm. those times I was starting these small little side hustles and making money, closing things, doing this, like just having my hands in different things with making money different ways. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to teach somebody this. Like you can make, um, you can create, Mm -hmm. um, multiple streams of income Mm -hmm. in your life. And I remember there was, I think 2016, 2017, I came out with the level Up movement and then I started, um, I don't want to say I was the first one to start the whole secure the bag, Mm -hmm. um, within within this vicinity, but, um, ended up definitely starting different things, different movements. And, um, I said to myself, if I can just impact one, Mm -hmm. that's, that's more than enough for me. Yeah. So, um, there was a lot of people that, um, I planted seeds in and to this day, I still have people messaging me back. Yeah wow, what you did was amazing at that moment. Like, Mm -hmm. you really changed my life. It was a tipping point Mm -hmm. that um, I was able to experience just by meeting you. So I never like to just meet somebody. Mm -hmm. I like to meet them and leave them. It's something. Mm
0: -hmm. I never
1: know what somebody's going through. So if I can leave anything to help them wherever they are in life, that's what um, I want to leave with them. So when we look about that emotion, I was getting frustrated, right? I'm tired of just the feelings and mm-hmm. the emotion. Mm-hmm. Let's dig deeper. Yeah. So even with my industry, we have all these women empowerment events and mm-hmm. it's like, great, we're coming, we're excited. Yeah. What next? Mm-hmm. Women want more. Yeah. So I ended up, um, it's not just women, I wanted more yeah. too. So yeah. I ended up creating um, Elevate Her podcast. It's nice. And um, Elevate Her podcast is really focused on women in insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't just say I did it because uh, it wasn't just me, but mm. I remember in 20. 19, I ended up speaking on an event mm-hmm. and um, it was uh, an insurance event. And all of the women, I guess, in it was virtual because 2020, it was virtual mm-hmm. and um, because of the pandemic yeah. that start, just started. And apparently, the comments, women were like crying in the comments, blowing up wow. based off of what I was saying, um, and just speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, laying the stinky fish on the table yeah. that nobody wanted to talk about yeah, yeah, yeah right so and what that was was women yeah like um you know at that time women only had one seat at the table mm. and we were okay with that yeah so yeah. i was like no it's 2020 mm-hmm. why are we okay with just one seat at the table yeah. we need more seats at the table yeah, yeah. so i started becoming very vocal nice. with how i felt yeah, and yeah. um Ended up a woman in insurance, insurance business, Canada, um, outreach to me and said, Hey, we want to work with you. We just don't know what we want to do with Mm -hmm. you. We want to work with you. Yeah, Exactly. So ended up telling them, give me a few, few days, took a few moments and we did a brainstorming and I said podcast. Nice. And they were like, let's do it. So we co-created a podcast together. Um, which is really focused on women Mm -hmm. who want more, Mm -hmm. who want to be heard. Mm -hmm. And also who want to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. So whatever they know, mm-hmm. I say each one teach one yeah. because that's what it needs to be. Exactly. So within the industry right now, we're shaking the table. We're breaking it down. Yeah. We're rebuilding it up because yeah. each one needs to teach one. Yeah. We need a woman community within yeah. the insurance industry. It's male dominated. Y- yeah. And let's not even talk about diversity because yeah. um, that's a whole different topic. Mm-hmm. But um, for me personally, it, it needed to be said. Mm-hmm. And, um, at that time, um, the whole George Floyd yeah. thing had escalated, and you had all these companies now battled. Yeah, yeah. What are we gonna do? Yeah. And I think this was the perfect time to start the podcast. Yeah. So we started it in the midst of when George Floyd uh-huh. thing had surfaced. And um, you know, I really wanted to spotlight women. Mm-hmm. And not just wh- women, but black women within mm-hmm. the insurance industry. Mm-hmm. When I came into the insurance industry, there was not a lot of people that looked like me. Yeah. So that was a huge problem for Mm -hmm. me. Going into rooms where I'm just like the one Mm -hmm. token only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I can be going to a large event with 500 people. Yeah. But I'm usually just the one. And if I found somebody in the crowd, because you can always spot out the next one. Yeah. Just like, okay, so it's two of us. Uh At least now there's two, but... Mm it, it shouldn't be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. still ha- still like that now? Or that was just more um, before when you start. Now there's more... Right? Now
1: there's more diversity. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we look at the C-suite, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. It's not there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think it's because people don't know? Like maybe they don't... The, like you said, the the that guy had to reach out to you to tell you, oh, you want to make money? Get an insurance, right? right? But maybe there's a lot of other black women mm-hmm. that they're not thinking about getting an insurance because nobody has brought that to Mm -hmm. them right yeah
1: so that's why i'm an advocate so i'm actually a career champion for the insurance institute when it comes to getting people into the industry so Mm -hmm. i've spoken at um, multiple uh, university Mm um universities in the last few years mm-hmm. with just being an advocate for insurance because mm-hmm. it is
0: so yeah advocate right now like t- like you <laughs> yeah, know right now we want to know definitely. like why why should people get into insurance yeah, like why yeah. yeah women and men in general, like, yeah, in general. Why, like black people you know like why why should they be involved with because we said there's not a lot of diversity so why getting involved with insurance. Yeah,
1: insurance is a great place to start, Mm -hmm. especially when you're looking at building out a career. Mm -hmm. Um, It it is a lot of heavy lifting at first because you have to get Mm licensed. But once you get over that, if you're good at marketing, we we need marketing. Mm -hmm. If you're good at talking with people, we need people to talk. Like Mm -hmm. there's so much opportunities within insurance. Mm Uh, we have a claims division, Mm -hmm. we have underwriting, Mm -hmm. if you want to be out on the road, you can be an adjuster. Mm -hmm. So there's just so much different opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I feel like right now, um, you're right, not a lot of people know, when Mm -hmm. we think about insurance, we think, wow, it's boring, no, it's not really a good sector to get Mm -hmm. in. But there are multiple multi million years within this industry. Uh Uh So um, I've always been, like I said, in sales. So Mm -hmm. when I came into the insurance industry, I was in sales. Yeah. I built um, a large book of business from mm-hmm. when I was just in, I think, year one, year two. Yeah. Just selling r- just insurance. Just selling insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the commissions mm-hmm. are based off of premium, so mm-hmm. how much money you write. Yeah. So the more money you write, the yeah. more your commission is. Yeah. And it, and it sometimes, depending on the company, you can go in tier structures. Mm-hmm. So the more money you make, you yeah. get access to more money. Mm-hmm. So at those.
0: And it's like residual too coming Yeah, and at those
1: times, um, you know, just getting into insurance and again seeing my paycheck, mm-hmm. it was like, let's keep this going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'd work long hours because mm. I'd see the return on investment yeah. on my paycheck. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're at a point right now where you don't know what you want to do mm. and you're just like, you have that desire to be successful, mm. I say start with insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in it for over a decade yeah. and I'm a subject matter expert in it, now an insurance leader. So mm-hmm. if you, um, have a desire to be successful, please tap in with me. Yeah, I will definitely support you with getting into it. Yeah. Um, so reach out to Richie. Reach yeah. out to me directly. Yeah, all your
0: contact, everything will be on here for yeah. sure. Most yeah. definitely because I know insurance is, is a big deal, but I, I think... People more um, realize that, like, after they start, like, family and stuff like that. Because that's where my mindset was, you know. Like, after family, then you start thinking, okay, insurance, insurance. And everything you need. Like, if you need a house, you need a car, anything, you need insurance. So, insurance is all over the place. Yeah. And it's
1: funny. When you think about insurance, people always think about life insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my specialty is actually um, private client. So, private client, I deal with a lot of wealthy individuals that are... Um, living in within Canada. Mm-hmm. And I actually shouldn't say wealthy. I should say successful. Yeah. Um, that's a better word to use. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I usually deal with larger premiums. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about like over a million dollars sometimes in premiums uh-huh. that we're not accustomed to seeing. So um, there's opportunities. Mm-hmm. So many different You can even do that... home and auto. Like mm-hmm. just, you know, mm-hmm. you want to insure that vehicle. You want to insure that uh, home. Yeah. But the... The industry itself has lots of opportunities, but you gotta tap in. Mm -hmm. And I always say to people don't sit there and wait for somebody to come and give you an opportunity. Mm -hmm. You gotta be searching for it, and you gotta be hungry, and you gotta want it. So, if I can say anything to our listeners, Mm -hmm. is have that hunger to look for it. Be a hunter. Yeah. And don't sit there just waiting for opportunities. Yeah. got to hunt and go find
0: it. Yeah. That's why, you know, I wanted to have this, this outlet and thank you for having your podcast as well, because that's what they just need to hear about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm sure like even certain things about like with you and, and myself too, sometimes when I hear about, it, Oh, I didn't cause my situation's very similar too. Cause after uh, I was done high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Cause I thought I was going to the NBA. I'll be honest. <laughs> Before, before, but when I when I got to grade 12,
1: oh then gosh. I realized
0: I'm not, you know, but, but I didn't know what, I didn't know what I wanted but to do, you know, you know what I'm saying?
1: I think that was more with most, um, most boys at the time that looked like you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'll be honest with you, like, cause I, I went to a high school called Augustine, Augustine, yeah. and at that time, most of the guys, they were into ball. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they yeah.
1: honestly thought they were going to be an NBA yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so sure. So it's kind of sure. like, it, for yeah. me, I don't want to laugh at it, uh-huh. but... Like just seeing those dreams, like go from like, like you have those dreams and then the reality kind of sets it. Yeah. Just like, so it's like, what next? right? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Right. And so some people could be on the same tip. So just use planting that seed like, oh, insurance, mm-hmm. look at insurance, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a big thing because like you said, a lot of people are going to get to that stage where they're like, okay, what i what i thought i was going to be maybe that's not for me you know so just having that next little thing that you could get the person into
1: right right? i I don't want to say too much but Mm. i'm working on something right now um so if anybody's interested in getting into insurance please come and tap into me Mm. Um, i'm going to be able to provide opportunities very soon Mm. um, to a lot of new individuals wanting to get into it so Mm. If you want to make a lot of money Mm. and you want to get into insurance, please come see me, Mm. tap in, and I'll be able to provide an opportunity
0: okay thank you very much that's amazing and there you go again just reaching out reaching out yeah you know so talk about that too like the networking and connecting and relationship because you know that's a a key aspect of life right and you know like right now i'm talking to you about your thing but then you're saying if anyone needs help anyone needs this so where do you get that from like and talk more about that Uh,
1: about just wanting to help yeah um again probably back to my mom okay nice um yeah my mom's like she's yeah yeah I've never seen a woman like her. Mm. To be honest, so why is it
0: important to help? That like, why is it was important? so important.
1: Though? I'll tell you a story. Even when my mom's down, mm-hmm. she's still helping people out. Mm-hmm. You have to pay for it in life. And I don't. And I really believe with the universe that everything comes back, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you put out comes back. Mm-hmm. So with me personally, I was I'm always trying to help. Mm-hmm. And like I said, from when I was young, razzle dazzle, mm-hmm. always had that burning desire mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. somebody else mm-hmm. because I always like think about myself, like right. If somebody had helped me, I wouldn't be mm. where I am today. So it's like, how do I help somebody wherever they are in life? Mm. But um, I know some people don't have this DNA. Yeah. And I don't want to say, I can't teach you it. You just got to be born with it. Yeah. Um, so I've had a desire from young people indirectly because of my environment always seeing my mom mm-hmm. my mom will get up middle of the night yeah. to go help somebody wow knowing that she has work at seven thirty 30 the next morning mm-hmm. so just seeing the, like my mom just consistently helping people yeah and then you know when you look at somebody where they are and you give them that help and then you see where they go mm. it's like that's you know, more rewarding that's than, than the help, help itself right mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, but yeah yeah so i've always had that desire to want to help. So like never want to leave somebody um, the same, always want to leave have an impact. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. But
1: I became very intentional with what I want to do in the last few years. And um, you know, getting into the insurance industry too, at that time I saw a lot of males owning Mm -hmm. and running Mm -hmm. businesses and running brokerages. And Mm -hmm. I remember 13 years back at that time, I had that desire to want to have ownership and Mm -hmm. do something. But like, um, I remember my mentor then, Scott Crony, like, put 10 years in.
0: Okay.
1: And this is where, listen to what I'm saying. Mm. you got to put the work in. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes people think it's like an Instagram, like quick, mm. fast money. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, so I didn't get Instagram until actually a few years ago. And okay. this is when I started getting, like, seeing people posting vacations yeah. every day. Uh-huh. Like, how are you taking, like, this is where the fake uh- lifestyles uh-huh. come in. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that's all of it's fake, uh-huh. but it's like, yeah. Um, Show me that lifestyle, cause I yeah, I, I yeah. I'm looking, I can't see uh, it. You got to put the work. You got right? to put the work in. You have to put the work in. Exactly, exactly. In. So yep, yep, yep. That needs to
0: be highlighted. Highlighted. Work. work. Yeah, yep, yep, You talk yep.
1: about work ethic. Yep. I've been having, like I've I've cultivated my work ethic mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. Um, but you got to put the work in. So yes. seeing me today. Yeah. Um, this is this is over a decade of work mm-hmm. in the insurance mm-hmm. industry. So people ask, okay. Um, how did you just go from i just saw you the other day now you're insurance leader mm. yeah. yeah put the work in mm. this is over 10 years of yeah. putting the work in yeah um and my mentor told me that he's like don't be fast don't mm. be eager mm-hmm. don't be eager for success don't be eager for the finish line mm. and um, even my sisters um which i thank god for every day mm. when we connect um sometimes my sisters have to remind me it's not about the finish line mm. it's about the process mm. so it's About changing that mindset, so Instagram will teach you to look at the end goal, yeah, and then you start comparing yourself to that end goal. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, it's it's where the it's in the process, mm-hmm. it's, it's the mm-hmm. work that you put mm-hmm. in, yeah, right? Because yeah. once you get to the finish line, what yeah, next, exactly?
0: So you gotta be really, a new one, mm-hmm. There's give me a new finish line, and then a, a new one, yeah, you know, but you gotta appreciate yeah, the, process, the process for sure, yep, for yeah, for sure, for because
1: sure. When you wake up at the age of 65, 75, yeah. It's not the end goal uh-huh. that you're looking at. It's, yeah. the pro- it's the process that you're remembering mm-hmm. and what, what it took to to get to that. But, um, yeah, ownership is in my – that's my vision right now. Yeah, that's yeah. that's big.
0: That's, 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 that's yeah. how you have to think. And you see that's coming out more now, too. People are seeing, like, okay, like, you know, like, even if you look at, like, some of the top leagues – uh, like the nba and the nfl and stuff like that a lot of the like the main players that are driving the league are like black and stuff like that but there's no black owners right right so it's like you know we need more black ownership and yeah. i'm glad that you're thinking ahead like that like you're you because it's we don't see it often right so right. you're a visionary in a sense okay. you, you can take it then. yeah of yeah. course yeah okay. for for sure right but i, I, mean, I and it, let's get into that but Your sisters, because you talk about your sisters. I know you personally. I know Mm. the family. And I know how you guys are so close. You know, I know you said your mom is what brought that together, right? But talk about, like, how you guys are, like, crutches for each other and, you know, how you guys push each other and why those relationships are important.
1: Yeah, so my sisters and I, we have a very interesting bond. Mm -hmm. Um, We are, and I don't like to use this word, but we are what you call Mm go-getters, right? We um are consistently working on something new Mm -hmm. and we we motivate each other to the point um i hope they're okay with me saying this but we have a a chat on whatsapp called boss ladies okay and um this chat has been open for years Mm -hmm. and the actual display of our chat Mm -hmm. is a million it's a million dollars how do you make a million dollars in a year Mm -hmm. so every year we start the year off Mm -hmm. looking at that Mm -hmm. that's our target Mm -hmm. um you know, we may be millionaires, some of us may be millionaires on paper, yeah, but we exactly. want to be multi-millionaires, yeah, yeah, of right? Yeah, so yeah, every yeah. year we're looking at mm, it, how do nice. we level up? Mm-hmm. So we've opened uh, multiple businesses okay. uh, amongst all three of us, mm-hmm. and we all have this burning desire to be successful. Mm. We play an intricate part in each one of our lives, mm. um, and we've had this connection for a very long time because mm-hmm. we're sisters. Yeah. We have that focus, mm-hmm. and we're very intentional with what we want to do. So mm-hmm. we know that where we want to get to yeah. and we hold each other accountable. Yeah. So it's important to have um, accountability and accountability partners. Mm-hmm. So when you look at my sisters, that's what we what we are. Yeah. So if we're falling off track, mm-hmm. my sisters will come in right away oh, like an eagle. Yeah, okay, What's uh, uh, going on? Uh-huh, and call it out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. If they know that this girl we want to do this. Mm-hmm. My sisters are the first one. If, you, if they see you going off track, they'll call it out. Oh, wow. But um, we're built differently. Nice. nice. So we have a mentality where we we want to achieve. Yeah.
0: So everyone's watching each other and then yeah. they're saying, okay, yo, you got, this was yeah. good, but you got to do this. Like yeah. kind of step, step, you know, in, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like you said, level up, yeah. level but up. Yeah. I'll tell,
1: I'll be honest. There's not anything that I've done uh-huh. that I've never had the support of my sisters. Nice. And I think with them, I love them dearly because, um, they always watching out for me too. Mm-hmm. So like, if there's like even content, just yeah. basic content that I'll put out. Yeah. If there's a spelling mistake, they're mm-hmm. the first to call it out. Like oh, they're wow. the first to, you know, and I like their I like their critique because you mm. need people like that in your life. Of course, yeah. You don't need yes men mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. you need people around you that's going to call you call out. Call you out. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to humble yourself. Humble you gotta, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Uh, the word um, we had one year. Humble yourself. Oh, for
0: real? That was actually
1: a thesis of one year. We used to walk around humble yourself. Uh So, um, yeah. But we put in a lot of work. So Mm -hmm. I'm working very hard. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this publicly. I'm working very hard for my family. Because I know where we are. Mm -hmm. I know where we want to go. So all this work that I'm putting in, Mm -hmm. I want to pay it for. So when people see me out there trying to hustle and do different things. Yeah. I need to get my family to a different, um, yeah, bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We You're need ownership. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you, if people are wondering like, what are you working on? I'm mm-hmm. always working on something mm-hmm. like I'm always trying to be able to, cause I, I have this desire to like retire my mom and my nice. dad very soon. I have a desire to be able to call my sister. You want to open up that business? Here's 10 K. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. my executive assistant here. Yeah. You want to open up your business? Here's, yeah. here's 10 K mm-hmm. for you, for you to start. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's my desire. Nice. I don't want to just get the money for myself. Exactly. I want to be able to level it up. Mm-hmm. Even the girl that does my hair. I mm-hmm. spoke with her yesterday. Mm-hmm. Go check her out. Arthur. Oh my gosh. Arthur by Michelle. Okay. Um, looks nice by the way. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. She hooks me up and I was talking with her yesterday. Same thing. Okay. I said, I'm working on something big. Uh-huh. I want to be able to drop a thousand dollars kit. When I, nice. when you, when I come here for you to do my hair. Nice. I have a spirit of paying for it. Mm. So if people want, like if you want to work with me, work with me because I yeah. always like to return. Mm-hmm. I always like to pay for
0: it. Exactly. Exactly. No, I seen that first time. I seen that first time, you know, going more deeper into relationship because you know, I grew up, I, like, I went to high school with him. Right. And, and you're, though you're a very powerful woman, you know, when you stand on women, you're a motivating woman, right. I see the connection that you have with your husband, Joseph, you know, that's my boy, you know, talk about Joseph and you know, be like behind the scenes. How is he like, Helping you, like, because I know he's there and I, and I see how close you are, and mm-hmm. it's amazing, you know. So, talk yeah, more about that. So,
1: my husband, so we've been together for 17 years, wow, which is like it's a long time, uh-huh. right? So, I think with any relationship, you have to look at life partner, mm-hmm. right? So, you have to have certain people in your life that you know it's going to be a life partner. Mm-hmm. So, with him, we've been um Bonnie and Clyde from day one, nice. um, we've had a focus to. We know we, we where we were, mm-hmm. and I always say this um, this story. You know, when I first met him, first I think it was like a couple of weeks after meeting him. Um, he we said to each other, "You want to go out for lunch?" And I I know that um, I didn't have any money at that time in my bank account. Okay. And this was like 18 years ago, guys. So mm-hmm. don't hold me on this, but um, I think I was about like 17, no, 18 mm-hmm. or 19. Mm-hmm. And we went out for um Burger King or something like that. It was breakfast or lunch and I just remember like I was just like the the lady said fourteen dollars and sixty five cents. Mm. We both kinda of looked at each other like, how mm. much money do you have? How much money do you uh, have? Put it together uh, and then we put his seven dollars, my seven dollars they covered the bill. Uh, and from there a partnership was built. Wow.
0: Yeah. So we've
1: been um we came from nothing. Mm. When you when you think about like ground zero, yeah. we have like Seven dollars in our account, That's but amazing. we would meet up to yeah. talk about how are we going to meet, like what are we, what's our next, what's our next plan, mm-hmm. right? Like what, and he's really good with
0: money and mm-hmm. saving. Yeah. You are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast, hosted by Richard Adocassi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the Mapbook, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus Eleven which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show.
1: Yeah. And then I'm really good with getting money. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And making that next and move. Making the and yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah, So yeah, we yeah. worked really good as a team nice. because I was to get in the money, mm. and he was good at kind of mastering how to save it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Our mentalities are different, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what I appreciate is mm-hmm. because we are both very different. Mm. He um, loves stability. Mm. He loves like going to work mm. and that type of a drive mm-hmm. but with me i love entrepreneurship yeah, yeah. i'm a risk taker yeah yeah so it's i feel like it's good because it's a balance mm-hmm. like we're so different mm-hmm. but we work well together and i think for anybody that's getting into a relationship mm-hmm. it's about creating a strong foundation mm-hmm. from the beginning
0: so every time you have these new ideas i'm sure you bring it to them and what does he say
1: He's always like, okay, oh, nice. let's, yeah, he's like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Like he's, he supports me a hundred percent. There was actually this time too, where, um, I came home with this really crazy idea. Um, cause I'm always coming up with weird, weird ideas and yeah. it always seems to be in my car. Okay. So end up driving home, talking to myself, because I love to talk to myself mm. in the car. Mm-hmm. Nice way if you're trying to figure yeah. out how to meditate. Yes, Maddie, yeah, yeah. Go in your car, drive yeah. for hours, yeah. and trust me you'll come up with all no these music, great ideas. Nothing. Yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Um
1: but yeah, I used I came home one day and I said, Oh, I think I'm gonna do um, lash extensions. I think that was probably the biggest from idea. But ended up my first month brought in a good amount of money yeah and all everybody around me that was shocked yeah was like okay
0: yeah they didn't know that was something no, that you that could they, yeah, yeah, yeah they
1: didn't know it was a thing yeah, lash yeah extensions yeah. most girls wanted lash extensions so finding clients were so easy mm. and the thing with me is like i'm good at sales so yeah all i gotta do is talk about my product yeah let's do this right yeah, so yeah. um <clears throat> ended up scaling it out mm. to a good amount where I had a really nice clientele, mm-hmm. um, but I think that. But he was, right
0: away he said, "Yo, let's do it." Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that nice. was
1: like the most um, craziest idea because mm-hmm. I'm in business. I love doing like insurance and business, so yeah. going and doing a service job, right, yeah. which is lashing, sitting there putting on lashes, mm-hmm. lash extensions for anybody that didn't hear. Um, it was it was random, random mm-hmm. idea, but yeah. I think it was the best thing ever because I was able to have a nice income of money coming in, yeah. and I had my main job mm. then i had this job mm. and then i had other things it was good
0: yeah yeah and, that's, yeah. What you, and that's what you want to teach other people too yeah. right like to have these different you know uh, entrepreneurial things that are bringing in multiple sources of yeah. income right and
1: i'll say too like i think like with this whole world right now we're like into this like um like you don't have to be with one person right mm-hmm. um and people are like open to like having different relationships mm-hmm. but i think that's fine yeah Do whatever makes you happy, but I think you have to have life partners Mm -hmm. within your life. Yeah, yeah. um, That you bring with you from day one to yeah, and meet new people too. At the Mm -hmm. same token, so you don't always have to have like that dedicated. You can add life partners to that your journey. So yeah, like no,
0: for sure, the connection is 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 important because it's like you like you said, there's new ideas, everything spark and spark and spark. So you're growing, you're growing together, and that's like a foundational. Growth that you have, right? right. And it, you know, it, it has that stability. You could be, be focused. by. I'll definitely say me for sure. For when I got married, I realized things just going on because it's you have more stability yeah. in your mind in mm-hmm. everything you do because it's like you're you're structured, right? Yeah. You know. So definitely, and and that's what I'm saying. It, it was inspiring because you guys got married before we did, and it's, it's in, inspirational because yeah. you got it from a young age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't know how old you were, but we
1: were I, young. Yeah, I think yeah, we were about like 24. So yeah. Yeah, we were very we were young. So so at that time, getting married was not a thing. Yeah. Right? So I think my husband was, like, the first one out of his group to kind yeah, of step up. For sure. Um, and kind of show that marriage is um, important. Of course. But it's funny because I a lot of men, like, mm. they need that push. Yeah. Right? So they may not see the vision. And this is why you need mm. some sort of, like, a woman in your life. Because the mm. woman has sometimes have the vision. Yeah. 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 Um, and they direct that, you Definitely. Know, most women um, direct mm-hmm. They know that.
0: how to channel your energy yeah, properly, you so, know? Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's important to have that. So, like, at one point in your relationship, you have to say, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, are we going to do this together or are yeah. we not? Yeah. And I think some of the men hold back that yeah. building process. Yeah. Um, so if there's somebody in your life right now... Mm. start building together you don't have to put a ring on it but yeah. at least start building together and developing that foundation
0: mm-hmm. for but sure yeah. no definitely like i'm off i'm all for that because you know like that like when you when you have a, a commitment and you're you're building with someone it's like you know, that's the that's the challenge you mm-hmm. know what i mean doing doing all kinds of stuff and be like you know like having a structure it helps you structure with everything else and and like you said just having that person that you know will support you you know you could bounce anything off to Mm -hmm. and they're always going to be supportive and just give you that extra boost okay go do it but you also
1: need somebody to also look at things from a different angle oh for sure yeah so with me what's always worked is um asking people different things Mm -hmm. to see their perspective so anytime i come up with an idea i don't just come up with it and run i always like throw it at different people to see what they think, um, to get their buy-in first. Because sometimes you may come up with an idea, you think it's great, but it's not, it's not great. Exactly. Sometimes you need people to tell you that. Tell
0: you it's not great. Yeah, exactly. That's not good.
1: (laughs) Don't do that, right? Um, Because then you have these people out there that's doing things, you're just like, where's your friends? Yeah. Like, where's your people, right? Mm. Nobody caught that for you. So I always um, um, ask Mm -hmm. Um, people yeah because we're
0: all connected we're all one you know like really look at it on on that in that sense like you know in in a spiritual sense we're all connected you know yeah we're physically we see each other different but we need each other to grow i don't know anyone that's ever gotten anywhere without others Yeah, you know you need we need each other so definitely connecting and the relationships are really really important and i see that's one key thing attribute that you have Mm -hmm. you know like you always about coming together your relationships are, are really keen like even yeah. our connection like yeah. from when we connected we're always mm-hmm. being in contact and it just shows like the person where you're out about connecting and building
1: yeah yeah. and i'm a social butterfly naturally so nice always wanting to connect with people always wanting to talk to people mm-hmm. um that's really important to me and i feel like you need that people need that right you need to network you need that human connection mm-hmm. um And, like, people, too, like, sometimes they're afraid to tell people what they're working on Mm. because all of this whole uh, work in silence. Mm. Like, I see this on the net all the time, Mm. work in silence. But you should work with noise. Make some noise when you're doing stuff. Like, I tell people all the time, like, Why are you working in silence? Nobody's going to know what you're doing. (laughs)
0: That's true. And so when you
1: now come to the public with what Mm. you've been doing, it's a shock to most Mm -hmm, people. mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. for me personally, whatever I've done, I've always planted seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never really tell everybody what exactly Mm. I'm doing, but I always plant seeds. Mm. And I think I had a mind shift in 2020 where I'm just like, um, if I can leave anything with anybody is stop working in silence. Yeah. Yeah, start making some big. noise let that's people big. know what you're working on yeah. because it's gonna get you to another level mm-hmm. when people hear what you're working on yeah. not everybody's trying to take your idea yeah, 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 and exactly. i feel like some people get scared of, i think that's an excuse people make mm-hmm. um to not um to not take a chance to tell people what they're doing mm-hmm. um but i really feel like When I started telling people what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. I started having more opportunities. Yes. Open more doors. And people were like opening more doors. Things I didn't even think about. People Mm -hmm. were saying, hey, did you think about this? Mm -hmm. Um, So right now in my life, anything that I do, um, you know, the people close to me know the the details of what I'm doing. But Mm -hmm. then there's another layer where you still want to make noise. Yeah. You still want to let people know what you're doing. So. Whatever you're doing, yeah. make some noise, make some
0: noise Walk what, and
1: make noise. So people can know what you're doing. Don't yes. work in silence because yeah, yeah. you're not going to get where you need to get to. So yeah. make some
0: noise. That's a gem right there. And especially in this era that we have, we have so many outlets for us to make noise, right. you know, and we got to use them to our advantage, right? Like, you know, um, within the Create Wealth network, you know, and I share with our wealth creators, like, um, your social presence is something that you have for free, mm-hmm. right? What if tomorrow, all these social platforms said, okay, every post you do, you have to pay $5.
1: Exactly. And that's why I say you never know where technology is going.
0: You get what I'm saying?
1: Technology right now. So we're at the beginning of the technology era. Mm-hmm. So we have access to it. Um, and I owe, I'm a big advocate for technology. Yeah. Um and the push to move into to doing things different, especially with Canada, because I feel mm. like Canada is a little bit behind mm. with technology. Canada's young too. Yeah, so that's they are, why they are. young know? too. Yeah, yeah. So we're um, growing
0: right now and developing. Definitely, but yeah. yeah,
1: we have access to it. Yeah, you need to. If you can be sitting with a group of friends and yeah. somebody can be talking about a particular topic, mm. get your phone out, Google what mm. they're saying, confirm what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like back in the day, people would say something and you would just take it and be like, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but now you have access to technology, yeah. whatever you need to know. Yeah. Just like how, when I was young, I said, how do I become a millionaire? I yeah. literally put that in Google uh, and I started studying yeah. it. Um, and one of the things we saw was property mm. um, and real estate. Mm-hmm. So we, st- we started you know, we bought our property. Yeah,
0: you guys got young, yeah, young age. Got yeah, we got our property
1: yeah. long time ago. Because I know you're into real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we got our property a long time ago. Yeah. So right now, um I know how the market is working now. And mm. just looking at our house, like yeah. what it's worth now yeah. versus what we got it for. Yeah. Sometimes I look back and like, why didn't we get two, three? Uh-huh. Houses? <laughs> right? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We didn't know how the market was, right? Mm. So even back then, we thought the market was going to crash. And yeah, all yeah, yeah. Stuff was going to happen. That's but what talk all the time Yeah, but still, if right? I could <laughs> say anything is um, buy property, mm. right? That's mm-hmm. also another big way that you could start to really start to level up your income. For and sure. have that um, income, especially when you buy a property and you rent the basement or you rent the top. Mm-hmm. Like, you, There's so much different things and different yeah. avenues you can take. So for um, sure yeah and then
0: and that's the thing like you know with real estate you know um i definitely that's the same thing i'll share with my clients because regardless of what you do for a living like you said rich dad poor dad you know right. he also has a game called Cashflow quadrant right. right and in that yeah. game you know everyone has a different title there's mm-hmm. teachers there's professors there's engineers there's janitors you know, different income levels but the janitor can get out the rat race Faster than a doctor, right? You know what I'm saying. There so you whatever you do for your primary source of income, yeah. that's great. That's now that now you have that. Okay, what yeah. are you doing with that? Exactly. What are you doing with that? Now yeah. you can go put it in real estate, put it in you know insurance, put it in in all different kinds of areas yeah. so that you could you could continue to grow, right? And
1: that's like a big fact rate fact rate that you just said. You actually don't have to be a real estate to be mm-hmm. a real estate.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't
1: have to be an insurance broker to be an insurance. Mm. So um, you can invest different ways, right? Yeah avenues that you can invest. So again, education, Yeah. read.
0: Exactly. And
1: if you're not reading and actively going out to seek that knowledge, mm-hmm. baby girl, baby boy, it's not going to come to you. Yeah, yeah. So some people will sit there and be like, yo, why is it not happening for me? Because you're not put. you're not reading, you're not putting it into work. Mm-hmm. Um, people just sit there and expect things to happen. So mm-hmm. something this year I started seeing is that i um, going to start to limit myself on social media, okay. because that's a distraction. And um, actually, my sister, Dominique's fiance, Kobe, Mm -hmm. he actually referred me a book called deep work, Um, read the book changed my life. Okay. Um, So deep work is 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 what individuals do. um, So they kind of pause, Mm -hmm. take a pause with what they're doing. And they take a step back to really focus in on on a particular um, uh, type, like a particular thing that they're working on. Mm Um, so let's say my, as an example, the podcast, I want yeah. to level up the podcast. I take a whole week yeah. of deep work, mm. but I wouldn't be on social media. I mm. wouldn't be doing other things. Yeah. It's closing off the distractions mm. around you mm-hmm. and focusing on that one thing. Mm-hmm. So with me, um, I tried to do deep work last year yeah. for about three days where I deleted all my apps, deleted everything and just focused in on one thing. And that's how we came up with the podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's about taking time in your life to Mm. pause the distractions even when you're home Mm. it's hard to pause your the kids around you uh, or if you're married or your who you're with in your household but pause that too Mm -hmm. so let them know in the house hey i'm gonna be dedicating this week Mm -hmm. or the next few hours to to something really important Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be in deep work Mm -hmm. so i feel like when you're looking at your life right now if you have so much things going on if you're consistently on instagram scrolling um Deep work, take a pause, mm-hmm. take a moment to reflect, yeah. and then you'll start to see things just really start to focus and you do different things in your life.
0: That's, that's, that's deep right there. That's what this well taught podcast, the deep work, you know? So yeah. while we talk at deep work, just close it out. I want you to just, you know, let us know what you're working on right now, um, how to reach you, like, you know, all the key things that, you know, when people, I'm sure people want to know more about Edwina, how do they get you, what you're doing and in everything?
1: Yeah, so to, Get in touch with me. You can follow me on Instagram. That's the best way to get in touch with me. It's at Edwina McKinnon. Um, I'm on Instagram. As much as I don't like going on there, um, I'd love to actually put things out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So LinkedIn is another way. Just Google me. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to learn more about any of my press releases that's coming up, just go Google.com and you can Google my name. You can see different articles I've written Mm -hmm. and different universities that I've spoken at. Mm -hmm. So um, but yeah, like I said, I'm an and advocate city and have... the podcast as well. So we're public as well. Okay. Um, so you can actually follow us on Apple podcasts, Taskbox, nice. mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. you name it. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is just put in elevate her mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. and you'll be able to see what I'm working on. But I want to say this, the podcast is not, even though it's dedicated to women in insurance, mm-hmm. we talk about so much different topics. Mm-hmm. Like our next topic is we're going to be focusing on imposter syndrome. So, um, there's different topics that we focus on, and there's gems that anybody, male, female, child, could really listen in and pick up these gems, mm. and you'll, you won't you will be the same.
0: Give us a sneak peek. What's imposter syndrome?
1: Um, so, imposter syndrome is what I spoke about, is where okay. you really feel like you're not good enough. Mm. And believe it or not, a lot of the ladies that I've been speaking to, just within the insurance industry, they have this imposter syndrome. Am I'm I like, good enough? Do you... Sh- whoa, you've asked me to be on the podcast. Do I really belong there? Right? So a lot of people ha- are always in, like fronted with like the self-reflection, like, um, am I good enough? Do I have what it takes? Like, do I, should I be here? So break that down, smash it down. You are worthy of everything that comes in your life and every opportunity that comes in your life, you are worthy. So um, I'm excited about the next episode. Um every episode we just keep getting more and more views more Mm. and more downloads Mm. so it's definitely working actually this morning i woke up and um actually a male had reached out to me and said that he sent my podcast to his wife oh wow okay and she actually had a moment where she was just like i need to meet edwina so he Mm. outreached to me and he told me what he did and he was like um, I need to set you up to talk with my wife because she really wants to connect with you. Mm. She's so moved with your mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely making a hit. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that this morning, somebody messaged me from Australia. So wow. our podcast is, is in Australia now. Yeah, so I'm, just, I, you know, I'm,
0: I'm not surprised because yeah. honestly, you, every time talking to you, you, you motivate, you know, yeah. I don't know if you're doing it intentionally, but you, that's not, what you no, do, you yeah. know, like even right now, I'm motivated, you know. Awesome. So that, no, that's,
1: no, definitely not um, intentional. It's just yeah. something. That's who you are. That's who I am. That's my DNA so uh, if you ever have a down day and you want to just come to my page I'm all I always have motivation I'm I'm sharing so um, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I thank you very much. So you know, she told you where she's at. I appreciate you so much, and you know, we're gonna keep following you. And you're always welcome here as well okay. on mm-hmm. the Well Top Podcast. And you know, that's that's we want this to be a platform because I see the amazing stuff you're doing. Like, yeah, this needs to get out there. Thank you know, because you. yeah, you're you're pushing people, motivating people, and opening minds mm-hmm. because that's what it's about too. Like yeah. that, just that little like that little piece of information that you could give someone. that's like, oh wow. I could do that. I could mm-hmm. be that. Because even when you said imposter syndrome, to be honest, I thought maybe you're thinking someone's doing something else that they shouldn't be. But your Whoa. point is yeah. so much stronger. Yeah. Someone thinks there's someone that they're not, but yeah. you really are powerful. Yeah. And right now, that's an imposter. Yeah. That's coming. That's amazing. So even
1: myself, I went through imposter syndrome mm-hmm. years back. Um, and I feel like I'm always going through it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a journey. It's mm-hmm. a life, right? Um, so don't you're mm-hmm. okay you're worthy you're yeah. good enough um if people are asking you to do something just take it and run with it mm-hmm. and appreciate that it's crazy the last like few years i've just been seeing four 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 so i know nice. i'm on the right path nice. right so i don't know if anybody yeah, that's alignment right yeah, it's it's line line ma- yeah, yeah so yeah, i've been yeah. seeing that a lot and sometimes mm-hmm. i'll send my sister screenshot like what's nice. going on am i losing my mind yeah but it's just the, sometimes it's the universe yeah. trying to Telling me fitting. this is what you're supposed yeah. to be doing,
0: right? But yeah. I
1: say this. If you have a burning desire to be successful, mm-hmm. um, work on that. Feed that. Feed it. Mm-hmm. You know, like start connecting with more people. Because the more you connect with people, the more you start going in the right direction. You can't do this by yourself. Yeah. So work as a team. You can be um, a movement by yourself. But mm-hmm. when you work with people, you can be a force.
0: You, a force, and that's what about. Well, top podcast. Thank you again, Advina. Thank
1: you for having I appreciate
0: me. Appreciate awesome. you. All right. Yes. Sir. God bless. God bless.